0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company.
1: This is Politico Energy, I'm Josh Siegel. As the 2024 presidential election approaches, Joe Biden is trying to win over many of the young climate-focused voters who supported him four years ago. Back then, Biden pitched himself as a climate president and he has passed some major pieces of climate legislation. Now he's making new moves to recapture their support. But those voters are not only frustrated with some of the administration's energy policies, they're also angry about the war in Gaza and how the president is handling it. So today, we chat with Politico's Zach Coleman about why Biden's 2024 pitch to young climate voters has a Gaza problem. It's Thursday, February 1st.
0: There's a sliver of young, enthusiastic climate voters that President Joe Biden really has to bring back into the fold. And a lot of them are very concerned over his positioning over the Hamas-Israel conflict. A lot of them want a ceasefire. And these are young, enthusiastic voters who are motivated by many issues. He is now been in office for almost four years, has his own conflicts that he has to respond to, has his own record as president. And some people are a little bit disillusioned with him on the far left, especially younger voters.
1: Interesting. And on the climate front, of course, Biden just announced a new policy to halt new natural gas export permits, in part to win over these young voters. So how are they reacting to that? And why does it seem to be kind of insufficient so far?
0: Look, it's a positive for the climate because a lot of young voters have been asking for this exact action. There were very vibrant, very effective social media campaigns. They had made the case that President Biden's approval rating on his handling of the environment dropped after he had approved the Willow Oil Project in Alaska last March. So they saw this as a win and as being listened to because a lot of these natural gas Export terminals, they have very strong potential to heat the planet even more. And there's a sense of this could be strong policy in terms of we should sit back and watch and figure out how actually bad these terminals are and these exports are for the climate. But at the same time, it is a political gamble for the president who now has to answer questions about what will this do to the economy? How will it? aid and abet foreign adversaries like Russia that now have a clear market for their product. And there are going to be questions about, about that for the president. And
1: just a step back, can you just remind us how important young climate voters are to the president's coalition last go around and, and what we might see in 2024? You know, Why is he kind of so focused in on these voters right now? Right. I mean, climate
0: voters were skeptical of his candidacy during the primaries. They saw some other options as being preferable in the Democratic primary in 2020. They eventually rallied to President Joe Biden when he adopted a very ambitious climate platform. And he was able to turn out a lot of young progressives who had initially had reservations about his candidacy. He only won the presidency by, when you really break it down, 44,000 votes across Georgia, Arizona, and Wisconsin. So he's really going to need to ensure that he keeps that coalition that brought him to the White House in the first place together. But there are also other people who say, once you get to the general election, you don't really know what's going to happen. There have been record turnout the last couple of elections. So people are passionate, but there is this concern that the people who are initially skeptical about Joe Biden in 2020 and voted for him anyway, might not be in that same position in 2024.
1: And what's your sense these issues in particular, you know, whether it's Biden's broader climate agenda, you know, which includes this LNG move and as well as, you know, the Inflation Reduction Act, plus Israel's war with Hamas, how these issues might actually matter to voters when they go to cast their vote?
0: Well, the polling is pretty consistent right now. Young people, especially age eighteen to twenty nine, really dislike the president's positioning on the Hamas Israel conflict. But at the same time, a majority of the electorate seems to support Israel. So that's based on quite a number of polls that I looked at for this for this story. So there's some downside in the president going for that eighteen to twenty-nine base by switching his His strategy because a majority of the electorate might disagree with it. So, you know, there's a question of what will this world look like, the foreign policy world, the Middle East, in several months when people are heading to the polls. At the same time, Democratic voters very much care about climate change. That's very consistent. So there are only wins there for the president if he's trying to excite his base by taking more strident climate action. Again, You know, there is a a group of people in the middle who are responding to energy prices and things like that. So there's a lot to tease out here. We don't know what gas prices and oil prices will be like in November. We don't know what the conflict in the Middle East will look like in November. What he's doing right now is trying to basically tell his climate-minded supporters that I'm with you and I'd like you to stop fighting me and actually go support me and try to get people to the polls.
1: Also, White House advisor John Podesta has been tapped to be the Biden administration's top climate diplomat once John Kerry steps down from that post this spring. That's what a person familiar with the move told Politico on Wednesday. Podesta will reportedly operate from the White House rather than the State Department, where Kerry maintains an office. Podesta will also maintain his role overseeing the rollout of the Inflation Reduction Act. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow.
0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is taking action to keep methane in the pipe. Their 2028 upstream methane intensity target is set to be 53% below the 2016 baseline. And they're committed to evolving facility designs and operating practices. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash methane.